hello, hello. Welcome to the Fantasy Culture Podcast, week eight. I am your host, AD, a.k.a. Dre, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, it's Marquise here. Welcome, week eight, episode eight. Episode eight, halfway halfway through, halfway through this fantasy season. Um, at this point, if you're on the losing side of things, you better pick it up. You better pick it up. Hey, that's, all I, looked at me. that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Look, I'm, having better, a, I'm having a bad year. You better pick it up. All right. Having a little bad year right now. Looking but that's time. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm motivating what? those who may not be we, on the we winning gonna, side. We're going to win things, this you know? week, and then we go win week nine. Okay. Week 10. Okay. And we're going to make it. Why you started that week? Oh, week nine is next week. Yeah. Okay. I'm winning this week. Next week, that's another easy win. And then, yeah. Who you play next week? Um, I'll play the, I'll play the, I'll, I'll give props to the top, the top record right now in the, in the league. Oh, you play me? That's next week you play me? I was really asking. Uh, I didn't, I, Peanut I, Butter Falcons. The Peanut Butter Falcons. <laughs> Understand me, <laughs> that's man. That's who we playing next. Yeah. Week nine. And we're here. here. We're here. Six and one. Um, you know, trying to make it do what it do over the competition. You know, team looking good. Um, and you know, with my other league. Um, five and two, five and two, five and two. Would it be five and two? Yeah, six and one. Yeah, okay. So five and two. two. I'm four and two in my other league. Five and two. I was number one in that league, and then uh, I took a couple losses. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for my team this week, but I'm in a tough matchup. A lot of my players. I got Chris Carson out, Aaron Jones out, um, Shark on a bye, Allen Robinson. I just traded for him. Gave up Robert Woods in uh Chargers defense. For Allen Robinson, he's in concussion protocol, so I don't even know if he's going to play this week. Um, so, so I'm dealing with a lot of injuries over there. I'm feeling what everybody else was feeling at the beginning of the uh, yeah. season. So it hits in waves. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's my turn. My, my wave is crashing right now, but it's all good. It's all good. You know, we're going to do what it do, uh, make these adjustments. GM, remember we got to G- hey, GM our way through the season. This whole season's GM. Yep, you already know that. Wave so um, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to these next few weeks. Um, this week though, we have some topics to get into some topics, the favorite NFL bad boy. I know y'all missed him. Everybody missed a B Antonio bad boy. Brown is back in the NFL. And it's not even on the team people thought it was going to be on. <laughs> this boy came to the Bucks. I'm thinking Seahawks, Ravens. He is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Yo, Arians changed the words. Listen, man. Listen. It, the influence of Tom Brady. That's, all That's it is, really man. all it is. It's the influence That's, of Tom it's Brady hard to because... turn down six rings, a resume... <laughs> Like that, and just to even think, just just to even think about the connection that they they had previously. They played one game and looked good in that one game together. Right, it's about to get crucial in the Bay. It's crazy. It's about to get crucial. Like even when players who may not be healthy all the time, so cons- you know inconsistencies with injuries. You have that with Mike Evans at times. You have that with uh, Chris Godwin at times. Yeah. And um, here you have someone to kind of supplement that loss. In AB, it's not like you're really downgrading. I mean, exactly. granted, we haven't seen him play in a while, but he's still AB. Yeah. He still carries that name. And the last thing you remember from him came in his first game and scored a touchdown. Yep. Exactly. From Tom Brady. And now he's going back with, man, it's about to get crazy. Yep. And he's more back at, more, more home, more comfortable, mm-hmm. more, more in his area. And you know he got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He's ready to you prove. You know some. he's ready to prove. Show and, and prove. You know it. I said, numbers speak for himself. We've seen his numbers. Yeah, yeah, man. He, um, you know, we know what he does. So if he can even come back, even, I'd say even 60% of that would put him in like a wide receiver two category. Maybe flex. Like you'd be confidently flexing if he comes back 60% of what we remember. Yeah. And he has great weapon. He has weapons around him now. I don't really think he's like really played. Like I know when the Steelers, he had Bell, mm-hmm. and when Juju finally emerged. But he has Godwin, Evans, Scotty Miller coming up. Tight ends, Gronkowski, like, you know, like, multiple tight ends. And of course Brady. Even though he's had Roethlisberger, and obviously he's not Brady, but Roethlisberger is a still is elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. But just to have that, it's. Powerhouse, crazy, man. man. That's, that's a powerhouse offense. Um, and then you already know the defense for the Bucks is already as it is. 
I, I see you noted. Uh, I see you noted Super Bowl next to the notes. I mean, you just have to call it how you see it to a degree, man. The way his defense been playing, Carl Facts. Davis has been actually like you no know, really turning more into a lockdown yeah, corner to help solidify that defense because mm-hmm. we know what the linebackers can do. They mm-hmm. damn near can cover receiver themselves the whole way across, <laughs> man. The like, whole way even across think this from left to line, right. Like they lost Vita Vea and still like they continue to just improve <laughs> yeah. more and more. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's hard to you know we know defenses typically wins those games, those hard those playoff games. It really comes down to the defense than it does offense. Mm-hmm. And you know when you see a defense like that, it's kind of hard to knock it when you see what they just did to the Packers, who's another team that you know we've been looking at to kind of the same expectations to be in a Super Bowl with you no know, quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and. Yep. They kind of just dismantled that whole game plan. Granted, it's a little early, but still to see that is still Man, something. They like took it's, those guys it's still apart. Something to see. Took those guys apart. But I mean, even with that, with that being said, um, I do agree with you. Not even because I'm a fan, but because I believe at this point they are the most well-rounded team, um, right up there with with the Chiefs. Yeah, well, the Chiefs I think with, I think with the too. I think the Chiefs too. I think the Chiefs all around has stepped up. Um, the reliance on Mahomes to make the deep ball or utilize uh, Tyreek Hill isn't really a necessity, maybe as much nope. as it was last year, um, because they now have a run game, you yep. know, with Hilaire um, bringing over Le'Veon. Like, so it's, crazy. it's it's one of those things where, you know, you see elite teams and then you see everybody else. Yeah. And it's just you know, like it's... even the Titans, is, I'm sorry, it's okay. even the Titans have their you know they have they have weapons um now how they can be utilized and will they continue to be utilized that's that's what remains to be seen um in AJ Brown and like Corey Davis and um you know Janu Smith uh still some names out there that can use some uh, some proving uh but you know you know, I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm not yeah. lying. It's true. It's yeah, no, no definitely. Okay. AJ only only played one year. He looked good, but just has to continue. Yeah. Corey Davis has been leaked for about four years, and yep. the, the Titans did not um, opt into his contract. So this is a contract year. Really. Contract he year for him, so yeah. He hasn't really, you know, I know he's on a COVID list, so he hasn't really done too much yet. But, yeah, definitely that. And I, I definitely like my team. But like you're saying, the, the Chiefs and Bucks are, are really are, like, the most well-rounded team. And so that's probably like I can see the Bucks in the Super Bowl, and I can see that as a Super Bowl as far as NFC Bucks, AFC Chiefs, mm-hmm. and that'd be a great matchup, honestly. Yeah. I, that'd be a really good matchup, especially like you know the, the Chiefs are dangerous with the with Hardman actually kind of coming more alive. Um, then they already have Kelsey, and like you said, mm-hmm. they have Bell, Hilaire, they have Hill, as we know. Sammy Watkins is still valuable when he is actually healthy. He'd he be still too hurt, brings man. something on the field. Yeah, he'd definitely be hurt, but he when he actually hurt. can play a game, he's still another weapon that's like he still gets a good five, six catches and then of course they hit deep. Yeah. And that's it. And they kill you. I agree. I agree. So um, you know, we look forward to that. But A B is back with Tom Brady in the Bay for Tampa Bay. Um and then we got the return of the OGs it seems like because yeah. right behind him is Des Bryant. Yep. Practice squad. Des Bryant. From the, from, the pra- from the practice squad. He's on an active roster though now, right? Or is I'm, he still practice I'm squad? Sh- I know he just got signed. I'm pretty, it's on the practice squad, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be on an active roster okay. quickly if he hasn't already been upgraded there. Okay. But yeah, I, we got to look into that. Sure. I feel like I saw him getting reps with the first team. Yeah, he definitely was. Um, definitely and got, I want to well, say I did It was I like a wide team. receiver drill. I know for sure okay. he was with everyone. So, all right. So, you know, we'll look into that. But he is also back on the Ravens. Um, another contender, and they're an elite team to me too, but I feel like there's some unanswered questions that uh, need to be answered in order to fill those those gaps. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews certainly isn't the Mark Andrews from last season. Um, the running game isn't what it was last season. Yeah, uh, the receiving core is still pretty much the same, maybe even slightly worse. I mean, the last couple games they had, they've struggled. You know, they yeah. they've struggled. So the offense hasn't we, been in sync. Yeah, it hasn't been in sync. We 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 seen underthrown balls, overthrown balls, which is kind of uncharacteristic with the season that Lamar was having last year. Um, you know, you wouldn't expect him to. You know, we can even call it a slight regression. Um, with with how he's been performing, but he is still the MVP, and um, you know, we just need to see more out of that team before I can. Uh, like yeah. definitively say like you know they're really a team to to reckon with because right now they have a couple holes that that teams are gonna take advantage yeah. of. I feel like what teams so. from like what I've seen, 
I feel like the defensive scheme, like what teams have been doing for the Ravens, is just hitting the holes hard and kind of stacking the box a lot more. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens haven't really been able to catch rhythm, utilize that play action, and it's just it's, it's throwing them off. So when they actually pass, it's like a third down or something. It's just yeah. not – teams aren't really worried about, okay, watch Willie Sneed going deep. Yeah, nobody. No, really, you're just worried about Hollywood and, yeah, and Mark Andrews when Willie he's playing, Sneed and, and, that's, and that's, you know, that's it. Like, yeah. So it's – they have, they have to really utilize. They have a lot of talent on the offense that you can use together. So hopefully they can kind of show that. Cause same thing. I feel the same way. I feel like they haven't really showed that to for me to put them on that next step. Like mm-hmm. for me, I have. I'm gonna say obviously the Bucks, Chiefs, and even the Packers. Um, oh, yeah, Packers and too. I don't. I feel like the Cardinals just kind of throw a loophole for me for the Seahawks. So I want to put them up there. Um, but those are like three teams I could at least say Packers, Bucks, and Chiefs that are kind of like that level where it's like all right, like. Now people kind of got to yeah, catch up. Yeah, there's a clear distinction between those three that you named and kind of like the rest of the league for the most part. Yeah. Maybe even maybe even the Seahawks, but I don't know. That that one that they let slip to the to the Cardinals shouldn't have happened. And that yeah. like that kind of sets me back from saying like, oh, yeah, because, you know, chances are that maybe wouldn't have happened with the Chiefs. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have happened with the Bucks. I mean, maybe, maybe. I think out of those top three, Bucks, Chiefs, Packers. I think that you know it may have may have been most likely to happen to the Bucks just because it happened. That's know, a Bucks thing. Bucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a Bucks thing. I don't know what it is, thing. but like it's a Bucks thing. It's man. a Bucks it's thing, man. So um, yeah, so you know, that's pretty uh, good to see. So Dez is back. Yep. AD is back. Mm-hmm. So coming back into the league later in the year, kind of see what else happens. And you know, we still have Earl Thomas name out there. Um, so. So interested to see who may need a defense spark towards the playoffs if he even comes back too. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with him, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, next up, next up, we got uh COVID still floating around. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm kind of kind of tired of talking about it. But we know it's gonna happen. A couple teams are gonna, you yeah. know, break protocol or whatever. I heard like Daniel Jones, uh, Danny Dimes was out partying. Yeah, well, yeah. So you know what I mean, whatever you got, you guys be more responsible, man. It's 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 still a virus, you know. Just do what you gotta do. Do yeah. what you gotta do. All right. I just like how fast the recovery time is. Yeah, go they be ready to play. Ready to play, but, bro. Like then they they're not down. They're not down like how other people when it first started was down. Yeah, no, they yeah. Just so have a little thing. So that's going right. Recently, just had the Chargers and Giants really. And uh, no offensive lineman for the Giants is uh, Will Hernandez. I know he's the one tested positive, which kind of is their main offensive lineman. So I'm just trying to see how that's already going to kind of affect um, as far as any offensive players. Yeah. So yeah, definitely yeah. Evan Ingram, like that kind of throws in the loop for him to kind of get the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely going to get reached for because, you know, that's the main the main player there. But definitely does throw it in the loop with the offensive line issues kind of going on. So if you do have Evan Ingram, it's – Kind of looking, though, may want to may want to look into that matchup against the Bucks. I honestly sit him against that, even though it's hard because it's, it's Ingram. But can't it's, can't sit him. I feel it. He's he's had bad matchups, but you can't sit him. He he's pretty much at this point because I have him. So oh, and yeah. the way the t- tight end wasteland is, man, if you get eight to nine points out of your tight end, that's a that's a respectable performance yeah, this definitely. season. You know, I mean, last season you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're last getting was double awesome. digits and 20 points all over from yeah. your tight ends. But if you don't have the top five, anything after that, pretty much bunch them into the nine to eight, eight to nine point category. And Ingram can go out and get that because I know he's at least getting five targets. Oh, yeah. he's definitely getting at it. least getting five yeah. targets. And he, he has breakaway speed to get you some yards after the carry. So I'll take the nine points I got from him. And then if he's squeezing a touchdown, hey, that's a. Fabulous week this season <laughs> from your tight end. If you give me just, you know, seven receptions, six receptions, and you squeeze in a touchdown, that's a beautiful week for a yeah, tight end. So, so, um, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, but I agree there. Um, you know, hopefully these guys recover quick. Um, this doesn't continue to run as rampant as it's been in the league, and we can keep some good football going on. Uh, next up, we have trade deadline approaching. Yeah. Uh, you know the date? I know it's is it's not next week. It's the week I after. I think it's two weeks. Sure it's the next week or the week. Yeah, it's about a week or two weeks. I think it's like two weeks. But if you get the date, that'd be great. So we can add that in there. Bar. Um, <laughs> trade deadline is approaching. There's been talks about Will Fuller being uh discussed with the Packers. 
Um, I read a report that it's possible that it may not happen. It's just talks. So um, uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So we're looking at November third. Four p.m. Eastern time. Four p.m. Eastern trade time. Deadline Last year was flat around trade. Um, I can't remember nothing. I think we were in the office like waiting for trade deadlines yeah, or whatever. Nothing and, too crazy. And nothing off. crazy really went so down. Definitely so. waiting to see if there's anything this year, especially with contracts and. And there's um, this, teams that can use it. Yeah, you know, there's this, teams that can use pieces. A lot of teams are making these, the players expendable, especially those teams like the Falcons and Texans, Vikings, Cowboys, teams that you expect to be better than one and six. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely Jets. to see something to kind of, yeah. yeah, definitely to see Jets. something to kind of, you know, pop off during this trade deadline. So only a couple of days left. So definitely teams are going to be looking this weekend to see any player that kind of stands up for them maybe to make a push for. Mm-hmm. So definitely looks for some of those names that kind of actually play this week maybe a little more. Um, you know, more of those little, more of like the Marvin Jones Juniors or even AJ yeah. Green. Just you know you those people out there that's just kind of sitting who, around who, who can kind of be a you know maybe a wide receiver one minimum, but definitely a good number two to kind of maybe get traded to a new place for more uh more playing time. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. Um, definitely some some players that are being underutilized in the offense they're in right now. And uh, they can definitely be uh, a key piece to another offense. So um, I'm excited to see how it how it ends out um, once the trade deadline approaches. Uh, next up, we have two new rookies starting. <laughs> <laughs> two new rookies are started. This guy here, man, man. Ben Denucci. Ben Denucci. I just like the name, to be honest. Get out of Ben DiNucci and Jake Lutton. Well, we don't know if he's starting yet, but he is in the talks. It could be uh, Glennon, Mike Glennon. Is that his name? For who? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Mike Glennon. And then Jake Lutton is, you know, after him in the depth chart, technically. But um, who knows? But you seem to be really high on Ben DiNucci for some reason. I just like the name. He just likes the name. All right. I like the name, and I like to make a little theory that that's, you know, that's Mike McCarthy's. Little quarterback, poster that's child. Kinda, yeah, that's kind of just in the stash while he makes sure he works with oh, Dak. Oh my goodness! And who knows, man? He may Listen. just come out there. I'm just, I just like, just like you, I like a storyline for just one of those players that just randomly like is who is this? And he's like, yeah, I'm Ben DiNucci. Should have saved that for two. I'm you ben, here DiNucci. ben DiNucci. No, because two, you expect two to come out in ball. Oh, so you, you saying expect an, ben an, an unidentified uh, baller? Yeah, okay. someone, someone that's just like, a, like a Gardner Minshew. Like like I like I mean you were talking about earlier just someone who you everyone was like Minshew and then what happened Minshew mania and everyone started rocking the stash. Okay, All right. so who knows? Denucci. Ben Denucci, they might make a pizza. Know. Ben Ben Denucci. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So we got two new rookies out there about to get their shot, um, transitioning into an offense off of injuries. On um, Ben Denucci's on the Cowboys, uh, Jake Lutton's on the Jacksonville Jaguars. So yeah. look out for that. Um, and then speaking of transitioning into injuries, let's move on into injuries. We got a few of them. Dalton got cracked last week, yeah. not practicing. Um, Edelman had uh, knee surgery. Yeah, yeah knee, knee surgery. surgery. Something has been bothering for a little while, so he's not playing this week. Couple and maybe a couple weeks after, they haven't definitively said. Um, we got Minshew, who out of nowhere, yeah. apparently since like early October, has been dealing with torn ligaments and, and tendons fractures. in his yeah. hand. And his throwing um, hand, too. Which his throwing hand. So, um, but I read a crazy story about Minshew, and I'm just going to plug this in here because I couldn't believe it when I was reading it. Did you hear about like when he was at uh, whatever college he was at, he did not want to play for them because he knew he was going to leave and go to another college. So... He knew he couldn't just get red-shirted like that. So what he did was he took a hammer to his own hand and tried. And he knew that if he was to say that he was injured, he would get red-shirted. This is a true story. You can you look it up. And he took a hammer to his hand. And he was he said he took like shots of Jack Daniels as he was doing it and just started like whamming into his hand. And, and after he said after a couple of times, he realized that his hand wasn't going to break. And he just stopped doing it, and he just took like the swollen hand, oh, like man. his hand was just bad swollen for a while. <laughs> but he ended up here's the the greatest part about it is the whole plan came down crashing around him because he still ended up playing like six or seven games for the team <laughs> you, for this season. He just had a night of <laughs> so he just had this busted hand for a couple weeks and still ended up playing and finishing out the season with the team. 
Okay, I give him some. I give him some props. Gardner Minshew. There you go. There's your props, crazy <laughs> Minshew story. I, I couldn't so believe much. it. So I could believe it, and now it all makes sense. Yeah, now like it I all just, makes sense, man. Maybe that's what happened to the hand. Maybe it just came back to haunt him. Oh man, it all makes sense now. But, but yeah, that's that's Minshew mania for you. <laughs> And then you got uh, Debo. Debo Samuel injured injury. hamstring. He's been having a rough, uh, yeah, rough year. Rough year so far, but you know he he's he's young, and um, he's super talented, man. So you know, hope, wish him a speedy recovery. Definitely. Hope he can get back on the field. So uh, they have something special in Ayuk. So um, yeah, yeah, they have something special in Ayuk too out there. So maybe he can hold it down in Debo's absence. Um, that that's that's one of my. Not one of mine on my list, but I like him as a play this week. So yeah, take that for what it take that for what it is. Um, next up, Mixon's injured, man. This mysterious Mixon injury. Yeah, we don't uh, know much about it. We just, just know, know it's, it's the foot. A, yeah, so I know it's just the foot. Um, seeing that it's week to week so far. I mean, obviously he hasn't practiced yet, so clearly, um, clearly he's bothering him if he still hasn't practiced by Thursday. Um, so definitely look to see kind of what new reports come out from that. Yeah, man, it's 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 worrisome because yeah. you know you got your star, you just paid him, and then you have you know your star running back is just mysteriously not practicing with a foot injury. Yeah. So it's something to definitely it's... keep your eye on. Um, you know, keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on it. Uh, next up, we have Aaron Jones injured. Uh, yeah. Not too surprising that he's sitting again, at least for me. We know how conservative the Green Bay's uh, medical staff is. Yeah. How they work with you know Devontae Adams. Uh, they they really really make sure they can sit and they're in a position too for the most part. They're balling and they're balling with backups and third strings and mm-hmm. using the, the whole defense team. is still intact. So you know their defense is there. The offense is just using other people. Devontae's yeah. back. He's balling. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah, not surprised. So if you picked up Jamal Adams, um, uh, Jamal Adams, Jamal Williams, um, <laughs> he's going to ball again. Yeah. You know, he's he's a very, 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 very viable handcuff. Yeah, definitely is. And right. even if Aaron Jones is back, just, you know, they may even just try to ease him into the workload rather yeah. than start him then. So even Williams can just, you know, not, like Ro- you said, roll Williams another cuff out. here. Yeah, roll yeah, Williams out. This is the something. importance of handcuffs at times because Especially in situations in like this, you 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 need them. Wow. You need them. Chase Edmonds, um, you know Jamal Williams, uh, Giovanni Bernard, yep. mixing going down. Um, you know your handcuffs, 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 handcuff. Jamichael Hasty, yeah. <laughs> um, even Tevin Coleman's coming back off of IR, so you have another running back in that mix. Um, who my Mike Davis yeah. with Christian right, McCaffrey right. out? Who's been balling? Yep, came out um, is balling. Who else? Who else we missing? Uh, I mean, if you want to, I mean, he's kind of started, but you can even go P Ryan in a way. For, yeah, for the I mean, Jets. yeah, so for the most show, part, showing some flashes. Hold on, we ain't gonna give. No, I gotta get exactly. to that. Don't, don't, don't jump my sleeper in there. That's <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think who else. Nah, there's there's uh, a couple people, but but yes, Gaskin uh, too. You can probably throw in there. Gaskin, Gaskin too. Yeah, he wasn't like um, the top name. But P, P Ryan is is a good pick, and we'll talk more about him in my sleeper section. I'm not mad at that. Um, it's a lot over the league, man. Yeah. It's a lot all around the league. It's a lot all around the league. So we'll see. I guess you can call Kareem Hunt with Chubb going yeah. down. You know, that's uh, even you know he wasn't like a deep down the line handcuff. That was still somebody that had standalone value. But now you, you know what you see the himself. importance. Like yeah, you, exactly. Every, there was always questions about you know how he's gonna play. Mm-hmm. And, he and he's uh, play. have those questions answered at this point. So uh, that's our hot topics and our injuries segment. You know what time it is. We're going to go to our instrumental intermission. Another beat that's going to be on the upcoming project. Um, I wanted to go ahead and share the title. And uh, you pretty much, this is actually the first place I've ever told, other than Jordan Jordan knows. But um, the project in November is going to be called Trust and Fate. Um, Trust and Fate. Trust and Fate. Uh, the eight, the A in fate is gonna be the gonna be an eight because it has eight tracks on there. Okay, um, so, I, yeah. I'm I'm always into like naming my projects something that has to do with like numbers, you know. Yeah, it's important. So though, like I U X had ten tracks, I U five had five, and then trust and fate. The A is gonna be an eight, and that's gonna represent the the it's eight like records. Unique thing. Yeah. So it's just you know my little thing, but. Trust and Fate, uh, look for that in November. So I'm going to go ahead and give y'all another beat off the project. 
um stay tuned for that i'm definitely gonna have some content coming up in this next month as we roll out the project and i'll make sure to share that with y'all but uh yeah so instrumental intermission then when we come back we're doing your most favorite segment our most favorite segment nola's favorite segment <laughs> we doing the sleepers and the you bought the bus segment and we're gonna go ahead and talk about our ballers and then we'll get into the games of the week i want to thank y'all for rocking with us man this is our halftime on the fantasy culture podcast we'll be back yep On the Fantasy Culture Podcast. Appreciate y'all checking in with us again. Producer Hope... of the year. Okay, oh, okay, had to, had okay. To cut, had to throw that in there. Yeah, every time, AD every time. Because we, you know, we're trying to put in this work, man. So I hope y'all enjoyed that little instrumental intermission. Um, once again, check out for that project, Trust and Faith, in November. Um, definitely keep y'all posted. But with that being said, that's shameless plug right there. Let's go ahead and tap into our sleeper. We're going to touch on that first. Um, snooze, snooze, hit your alarm clock. Who you got? Rashard Higgins. Rashard Higgins. That's my, I'm going my sleeper. I'm going to kind of ride the little hot hand. Okay. Um, he's actually a receiver. I've actually always kind of like low-key liked on the Browns because I always Same. feel like he kind of just, I don't know, he has a little, he, he has like potential to be like a Same. good receiver, like a good little role slot receiver mm-hmm. to kind of come in. Um, so I've always kind of watched him, wanted to see what he would do. So it was good to see him have a nice game last week. He has six receptions for 110 yards. He didn't score, but he has scored uh, like the past games he's been in, like the four or five he's played in. He scored in three of them. Nice. Um, so I know he's going against the Raiders. Not the Raiders. Yeah, he's going against the Raiders this week. Um, he played the Raiders 2018. He had about six receptions for 84 yards. Yeah, so, um, and he's been looking good this year. So, just uh, want to go ahead and see. I feel like he can definitely get some uh, some points this this week with Odell being out. Uh, Jarvis Landry, no, kind of has that rib injury. Obviously, he's gonna play though, cause that's just you no know, kind of the warrior he he is when it comes to playing as a receiver. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Rashard Higgins to kind of fill in that role for Odell. I like all the way how the offense looked. He's already used to Baker as it is. He's been on the Browns for about three years, so. Um, that's my that's my sleeper pick. I I am mad at that. I like Rashad Higgins too. I kind of always have as well. Um, I felt like he just wouldn't get the opportunity because of OBJ and Jarvis Landry. He was always going to be like that third receiver that was mixed in with other uh, talented receivers that they had behind him, yeah. like uh, Antonio Callaway and yeah. like Rashad Higgins has been there for a while, so he knows the offense. Um, you know, he had his role even though it was limited. And now he kind of gets thrown into a much larger role. And uh, he personally, I don't think, is going to miss a beat with it. I think no. the question mark still lies at the quarterback position. Yep. Um, how much will that passing game be utilized? And uh, will you know Baker Mayfield be able to funnel enough passes to Higgins um, for him to be you know, a valuable fantasy waiver wire addition at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's more so where the question lies. But I like him as a sleeper pick. If those things click for for them, um, I can definitely see him having a big game because he is talented. And uh, like I said, there's really no transitional period. He's probably just going to run more routes and get more time on the field because he knows the offense. He's been there. Even with a new coach, he still is familiar with the Browns offense yeah. overall. And he, so. and he does have a connection with Baker. Even mm-hmm. last year, he was doing good last year. He, he, had, he had a knee injury, and that's, that was, that's what kind of prolonged his season. He didn't mm-hmm. really get to play too much after that. But um, So definitely, that's I feel comfortable. That's my, my sleeper pick. Got you, got you, got you, you. What you got going on this week? All right, so this week, I feel like I shouldn't even be saying this because it's <laughs> the Jets, but... At the same time, um, I kind of like what I saw from him. And this sleeper is based uh, based mostly on volume. There's really nobody there. 
Um, he can catch. He can catch as a as a um, he's another pass catching back. Um, I have Michael Perrine or Perrine. Um, P Ryan. P Ryan. You know, uh, I have him as my sleeper. Um, because of those those things, I feel like. All right, we're looking at Kansas City. He's probably going to be a, a blowout early, probably. You yeah, know, never know. Um, you never know, but it, that, it, it's shaping up to to potentially be that. Um, I think with his pass catching value, uh, he'll get some receptions yeah. out of Sam Darnold. Um, he is a rookie, yeah. So you know, the ability to build a connection and grow over time. If Sam Darnold is in fact the quarterback in, at the Jets um, next season. Um, I think they have some time as this season kind of plummets to start building on something. Um, Frank Gore, who knows where he'll be? Will he be with another team? Will he not even be in the league? You know, yeah. who who knows at that point? So with Frank Gore possibly being out of the picture, you have a rookie and um and P Ryan who uh <laughs> who may be able to take over that backfield. So here's an early start to seeing what he may be able to do for that franchise. Um that's my uh, that's my sleeper. That's I my sleeper. I definitely like. I know. Um, I remember. I, I know. I asked you like earlier this week how you felt about Piran. Yeah. Just because like I watched a little bit of the Jets game and like the Jets and Bills and typically you know the Bills even they've been kind of iffy the past couple of weeks. You would think their defense is kind of like a top notch defense, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of like what I saw from him how he was moving. I was like, I I feel like he's yeah he didn't he's, he's look becoming bad. like a little more into this offense since Bell is gone and yeah. So I feel like you know he was just just a nice like kind of thing to keep your eye on and just definitely like you know sleeper pick that can yeah can definitely, definitely look to get uh, you good you know ten to twelve just from someone of that stature on that team, but. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely wrote him off because it is the Jets franchise, even yeah. though that's my home team and it's been my team for quite some time. The Jets are just a dumpster fire, man. Mm-hmm. I say this every episode and it's so saddening. Like, it literally hurts me to talk about. But if there's a bright spot, he didn't look bad. He didn't look bad. He was shifty. Um, He could turn the outside. He looked quick. So yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, maybe we have something here um, that they were hiding behind Le'Veon, yeah. you know? So... Um, we'll see. That's my sleeper there. That's my sleeper. Um, we gonna move into our favorite segment, y'all favorite segment, Nola's favorite segment, the bout to bus segment, where we talk about the player who is about to bus, who's just not about to be good. Who you got? Oh, it's me. I think it's me. You went first yeah. last time. It yeah. don't matter. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go so ahead. my about to bus this week <laughs> is going to be. <laughs> Justin Herbert for the Justin Chargers Herbert. of Los Angeles against Denver Broncos. Justin Herbert, he's been on a tear recently. He has been on a tear, um, but I have my I have my doubts about this game. I think he will underperform. Um, he is going to be playing in Denver um, as a rookie. You know they're always talking about that Denver altitude. Um, so I want to see his adjustment to that. Um, also, Denver hasn't really been giving up too many points to the quarterback position. Um, they've been giving up a lot of defensive touchdowns. They've been fumbling. They've been throwing interceptions. Yeah. Um, they haven't been giving up a lot of points to to uh, to quarterbacks. Even in blowouts, like a lot of touchdowns are coming by pick sixes or scooping scores. Uh, so just to put it in perspective, when they played uh, Sam Darnold, he went for 230 yards. Uh, he had one rushing TD. He rushed the TD in, and it gave him about 23 points, 24 uh, points. And then he played against Cam, and that was a low-scoring game. I think it was like 10 to 13 or something. Only 157 rushing yards. I'm sorry, 157 yards and one rushing TD again. So another rushing TD given up to Cam and first uh, Sam Darnold. Then the next game, you play Mahomes, arguably the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, only gave up 200 yards and one passing TD. Um, 12 points. 12 points. So on average, over the last three games, he's given up 196 yards to, to quarterbacks, which is certainly not your boom no. type of numbers if you're going to get boom numbers out of your quarterback. So... Uh, so we'll see how he performs. Denver is not a bad defense overall. No, no, they're not. So they're not. And I, they're getting healthier. You know, you have Bradley Chubb, who's been on a tear recently, um, getting to the quarterback. So I kind of want to see how he handles that pressure. Um, 
you know, and also, like I said, I want to see how he plays in Denver. You know, that altitude has been known to make a difference, and I kind of want to see what uh, what it turns out to be. So that's my bout to bust for the week, Justin Herbert. I like it. I like it. Definitely like to see how that um, – Definitely, like the, I like the Bron- Broncos defense, so I do like for them to kind of – especially in the division game too, I do kind of like for them to, you know, kind of slow down Herbert a little bit, see if he can get adjusted to that. Like you said, the altitude, it is a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And that's my about the bus. Uh, who you got? Who you got Mine over there? Is Mr. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, Mr. Amari Glass. Cooper. I was going through my leagues. I do see people starting him, which is I don't I can't really take away cuz it's Amari Cooper. But for my about the bus, um, I'm sorry. When you have a quarterback that we have coming in, even though still trying to see who never know, Mr. Ben De- Ben Denucci. <laughs> um, that's your boy. I just I just have a – it's kind of hard to really see, you know, him really having a pop-off game. It was a struggle the last game he played. Um, even though he does get a lot of targets, you know, this because it's Amari Cooper, he does get a lot of targets. But at the same time, if you don't have a quarterback that can really throw offensive line, that's just getting garnished. They're going against the Eagles team that is great as a defensive line, um, for one. And then you have Darius Slay, who is most likely going to shadow Amari Cooper. Um, so that's, you know, I can definitely see, you know, veteran tactics to kind of get the rookie to bait him into throwing an interception or something in that regard, trying to hit Amari Cooper. I definitely see him at least having maybe three or four catches because he's going to get something if he's going to get a lot of targets, but definitely not your boom, your wide receiver one kind of numbers. I'd go more with CeeDee Lamb, um, maybe depending on how just Mr. Ben does. Slot. Like slot. Yeah. Just check just, down option. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. I like it being a CD and, and Zeke kind of game. Yeah. Um, you got this guy coming out of nowhere, Ben DiNucci, um, not really known for his arm strength. So he, apparently he's pretty mobile. Yeah. Pretty of a mobile QB. Which, which is going to work for this for the offensive line. That's going to be blocking for him since mm-hmm. he can actually you know, maybe move, get the throw the ball out the pocket, which – Again, like, like like we're saying, C.D. Lamb, a little slot receiver to kind of float around with him and Zeke for dump downs. Um, so, yeah, definitely I have Amari Cooper as my, my about to bust this week. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see if Mr. Ben DiNucci, DiNucci, DiNucci. <laughs> can, get, <laughs> can get your man the ball, or if he doesn't, looks like you'll hit on that about the bust. Um, and then we'll talk about our ballers. Yes, ballers. So I go first. All right, whatever. I don't know what y'all do. Okay. Uh, y'all ballers this week. So for me, uh, not to be biased, but I had to pick my guy from my team here, Mr. Derek Henry. Um, that is who I have this week for my baller. I know he kind of didn't get a lot of yards. Definitely scored two touchdowns though last week with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely look for him to kind of continue to be the NFL leading rusher. Um, to go ahead and have a big game against the Bengals, who just got rid of Carlos Dunlap. Their defensive line is kind of injured and trading some players away. Um, so I definitely look for us, for the Titans to kind of, you know, run pound the game with Henry up the middle and kind of just grind this game out um, as far as offensively how they how they typically do. And okay. uh, that's one of my ballers is definitely Derrick Henry. I see him getting over 100 yards, definitely two touchdowns. And uh, my next baller, Lamar Jackson. I feel like Lamar might have a little okay. chip on his shoulder this week. Um, as you're let, you know, as you're staying, you got the bye week that just Derek happened for Henry this Ravens and Lamar. team. Okay. Um, we have Lamar who did not have a great game against the Steelers last year when they played him. Only had 161 yards passing, one touchdown throwing, and but threw three interceptions. Um, they didn't have anything rushing really. Uh, so I definitely look for him. You know, he wants to kind of make a big stride with his team. They had a bye week to prepare and kind of help get themselves back on track. Um, so I definitely look for him to kind of get get the get the thing rolling for the Ravens and try to continue to lead them to the Super Bowl that he's confidently says in his interviews. Yeah, and, he uh, wants to those, get to. He says those. it doesn't matter unless he gets there. Yeah, you know, so and the, wins. Yeah, you know, he wants to win. Very talented. So we definitely want to see what he can do against that that team there of the Steelers. But yeah, those are my two sleep my my two ballers. My two okay. ballers there: Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson. Okay, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, Derrick Henry, of course, is Derrick Henry, and then Lamar Jackson is, of course, Lamar Jackson. So, you know, those are two very good ballers and very likely to ball. Um, my ballers, my picks, I'm going to start off with Mike Evans, man. I'm going to start off with Mike Evans. Uh, throughout the fantasy world, it seems like he was a very, very popular buy low candidate. 
Um, so if you manage to, you know, ship somebody off, a wide receiver two, running back two, and you got Mike Evans, who is technically still a, a wide receiver one in my book. Even though you have Godwin, he still has the potential to give you wide receiver numbers. Just depends on how that uh, that offense runs. Yeah. But with Godwin being out for this game and possibly the next game, Mike Evans is your guy. Yep. He's your guy in that offense. So look for him to have another big game. In the games that he's played this season without Godwin, he's topped 100 yards in two out of those three games, and he scored in all of those games. And those all came against teams with some pretty good secondary, Carolina, Chargers, and Chicago. So, you know, to get over 100 receiving yards in two out of those three games without Godwin and still scoring all of those games, you're looking at some baller potential. Yeah. So, um, you know, keep your eyes open for that. Um, because that is going to be a uh, a good, good, good situation with him over there. So look out for that. Um, next up, we have Jalen Rager on the Philadelphia Jaylen. Eagles. Why is Calvin Ridley down right now? Uh, yeah, I was waiting for you to kind of. Oh my goodness! Really just my uh, my baller, the city baller, the baller baller. Yeah, oh my gosh, bro! Turf toe, uh, turf toe. Something wrong with his foot. Turf toe. Hopefully, he just need to change his his cleats, uh, his cleats, man. Maybe this is just a cleats thing, but I'm not feeling this right now. Yeah, I'm not feeling this, man. I'm not feeling this. He's with the injury. Yeah. Oh boy! All right, All right so Jalen Rager, <laughs> my second baller. We got Jalen Rager, um, coming back off a hand injury. Uh, you know, going into an offense that needs receivers, yeah. that needs people That's to need throw to. You've players. had people coming out of the woodworks, the uh, Fulgham. Um, you've had uh, Greg Ward. Yeah. Um, Hightower. Boston Scott. Yeah. So all of these players are coming out of nowhere Richard to Rogers. fill in. Yeah, like <laughs> filling this role of um of not having their guys. Alshon yeah. Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Ertz. Injured Goddard. Yep. So, you know, you're missing a lot of key pieces. And Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. So you have these other, you know, talents deep, deep in the depth chart that um that are stepping in. Stepping in and performing. So here we are. Jalen Rager. Um, the first game he ever played, he had one reception for fifty five yards. Nice so he can ball. stretch the field. Yeah. Um, which is necessary. Uh game two, he had four receptions for forty one yards. Um, so I see him stepping into this role without Deshaun Jackson, without Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I see Fulgham kind of step into the role of what Deshaun Jackson could have been and should have been. Yeah. Um, and then I think Jalen Rager will soak up a lot of those other additional targets where Ertz may not be available and Goddard may not be available and no Alshon. So here you have another big Fast receiver in Rager, kind of similar to Alshon Jeffrey with a yeah. little more speed, but similar body types, uh, similar ability to use their body yeah. to um, get that that uh, deep ball and, and those jump balls. Um, so I like Rager this week to be a baller. Maybe not huge, huge numbers, but I like him to come on and make enough of a splash where people will... Uh, look for him on the waiver wire next next yeah. week. I like him to be a big, yeah, big, yeah. big target on the waiver wire next week due to his performance this week. Yeah, he had he had high. I mean, he had a high um, potential. Especially a lot of a lot of talks in the off season. Yeah, that, didn't he like, get he, taken he before good. like Henry Ruggs and yeah, Justin he was, Jefferson he, he was or something? Taken, yeah. He was taken early. He was he looked good. He was good in college. Yeah. So I def I definitely like Rager. I just wait for him to kind of get healthy to see continue to see what he can do because when he does touch the field, he has shown to kind of make a big play or mm -hmm. you know done something there. So. Definitely like that as a baller, um, Rager. Okay. All right. So, Jalen Rager, Mike Evans for me. Um, and then you had Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson. Jackson which are ballers, but definitely look for them to kind of make a bigger splash this this week coming up. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, so, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the games of the week. Right now, we have Atlanta and uh, Panthers. Um, score is 14-6, to six. Panthers with eight minutes left in the second quarter. 
and uh, the Falcons are are in the red zone, but they they're losing players, bro. Yeah, Brian man. Hill is in at at running back because Gurley looks gimpy on the sidelines. You got a limping Julio Jones. Um, Calvin Ridley just went down. You got Matt Ryan about to scramble for hey. a TD. Like you see what type of time they on when Matt Ryan scrambles they're for trying, a touchdown. Make Matt happen. Ryan, Matty Ice, <laughs> just scrambled for a touchdown. So they're down players, but you know they they're playing. Yeah. So Matt Ryan just scrambled for a touchdown, bringing it to twelve fourteen. They'll probably go for two um, in the second quarter here now. But uh, that's the current Thursday night game of the week. So we'll see. We'll see with that. Um, jumping off the games of the week, though, we had uh, Steelers and Ravens. Steelers and Ravens. Yeah, um, game. You know, we kind of talked about the Ravens already. Mark Ingram is uh, injured. Uh, looks like there's a high possibility that he won't play this upcoming week. Then you have uh, the Steelers, who look to be pretty healthy at this point. I saw Deontay Johnson came back practicing full. Yeah. Um, you still got Juju, James Conner, healthy. Uh, ben Roethlisberger healthy, even though over the last two games he hasn't looked that great. Yeah. Uh, throwing the ball down the field, good, which yeah. they kind of said would possibly start to show coming off that elbow injury. Um, how long would that elbow be able to hold up? Yeah. As far as you know, taking being hits, fresh and taking hits and yeah. throwing. So, um, you know, look out for that. You know, he does have a pretty decent end of the season schedule. Um, he is still putting up respectable fantasy numbers. But also a good hit could could possibly take a uh, toll on that arm. Definitely. So just beware of that performance. Um, anything to add on that game? Steelers, Ravens, what you got the score looking like? The score, I feel like it's going to be more of a lower score because we have two great defenses playing against each other. Yeah, I like um, that too. The Ravens I'll... just added. Who did, add, who did they add again? Was it Griffin or Yandich? They added somebody from the Cowboys, I want to say. It may have been Griffin. Where did Yandich go to? From those um, Vikings. In Gakwe? Yeah. Um, did he go to the Ravens, I think? I think you actually might be right. I think he did go to the Ravens. But even if, you know, he didn't, um, they still have a, a raw defense. Yeah, so, so I definitely see being a low scoring. Like a, I, guess, I, I don't want to I wanna say maybe like a 24-21 to me, the kind of a low scoring game kind of for that, for that mm-hmm. team. I don't want to say 17-14. I feel like they'll put a little more points up than that. But it's not going to be – I don't see it being, you know, all out – High-scoring game just for how these defenses yep. play, and it wasn't Gakwe. He did go to the um to yeah. the Ravens. So, so adding him just it. adds more defensive. No, that just adds another presence to the the offense. Still, the offense is good. The O line is good, um, but yeah. just that Ravens defense again. It's just that's a that's a added more Pro Bowl pass rusher, man. So yeah. you know, put some respect on that guy. So they even got better. Um, I like twenty three seventeen. Yeah. Um, I got twenty three seventeen Ravens. I think the Ravens coming out of the bye, um. I think they're just. I think they're gonna be the team, and this is the week to do it against a very, very formidable opponent. Opponents in the Steelers um, to come out and show that they're for real. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely think this is a game they can do it. Um, I want the Ravens to win. I'm kind of itching at the Steelers, but I really feel like Ravens are kind of gonna go ahead and maybe pull this game. Okay, all right, all right, not bad on that one. Um, next up we have the Rams and the Dolphins. The uh, First showing of Tua Tagavaloa <laughs> against Aaron Donald, Robert Woods, and uh, Jared Goff. As I sit here and look at my wide receiver one, Gimp, back to Calvin the Ridley locker room. Calvin Ridley is going back to the locker room with a limp. Probably say he's done for the day. Yeah, still eight minutes left in the second quarter. Second so quarter. Not really looking like you know. Not looking great. Not looking yeah, great. Yeah, not at all. But, um... Yeah, so we had the Rams, Dolphins, first game for Tua. Um, like you said, against Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, you know, going against that Rams defense. So definitely curious to kind of see how this game goes, especially against the opponent he's going against, to have mm-hmm. him going against the Rams. Um, so I definitely want to see how he kind of gets his footing in the league and see how he handles the pressure. And uh, hopefully he doesn't get sacked by Mr. Aaron Donald because that man has been <laughs> on a tear this year. Uh, he's been like on he's, it. I feel like he doesn't have a choice at this point. Yeah. If he's on the field when Aaron Donald's on the field, he ain't really got a choice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so yeah. Rams and Dolphins. I like that one to kind of be low scoring. Um, I'm going to say like I'm gonna say like 17-10. 17-10? Like 17-10, 17-13. Uh, I, I like it to be kind of low scoring. 
I mean, I, I could like it to be low scoring because you don't really know what you're going to get out of the, the Rams' offense, and I feel like their defense is going to kind of limit the, the Dolphins' offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go a little high score. I feel like I, mean, I think the Rams are going to continue to try to build on this win that they just had and mm-hmm. continue to try to grow as their team. And um, so for them, I'm going to go – I'll go maybe like a 31 – uh, maybe 31-17, 31-21 kind of thing for me. The Rams winning. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not mad at that. Um, definitely much higher than I definitely much higher on the score than I see it to be. But um, I like I still like the numbers there. Um, uh, Vikings and Packers. This one was ugly the first time around. Um, Vikings with the return of Dalvin Cook, possibly. I haven't heard too much, but yeah. apparently least, he's trending towards playing, which yeah. is good. He's practicing limited, so mm-hmm. like I said, definitely a good trend. Another good division game. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely like to kind of see how this will play out. Certainly don't think the Vikings are going to get embarrassed like they did that first time around. No, I don't think they get embarrassed. That was, that was ugly, <laughs> that first one. But yeah. yeah, The record's still not showing how it should be, but I still mm-hmm. like the Vikings to... Um, you know, kind of put on, at least put a little fight up. Yeah. Do something. Um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Packers, I, Packers still without Aaron Jones. So it looks like another Jamal Williams week ahead. Yeah, Aaron Jones still not practicing, so still mm-hmm. looking for Jamal Williams to continue to kind of show what he can do with the opportunity given. Yep. Um, I have the Packers winning this one, honestly. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm I don't really see for, the Vikings. I'm going 41-30. 41-30? 41-30? 41-30. I'm going to go with like a 30 34, 31, 34, 28. I have the um, the Packers winning this one. Yeah, I got the Packers Um, winning this one too. Um, They just don't know. They've just been playing really good, and that that defense for the Vikings just hasn't really come together at all. And they got rid of Nguakwe, who was supposed to be, you know, the replacement of Daniel Hunter, who went to IR right after they got rid of Nguakwe. So it's kind of. Kind of shaky on a defensive side against that offense of the of you know Aaron Rod Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. um, definitely have the Packers winning this one. Yep, I agree. I'm right there with you. Um, also, good news for the Packers is Alan Lazard has practiced two days in a row. Yeah. Um, not sure if he'll play. I haven't heard anything about him playing, but he is practicing. So yeah. that is that is good news as their wide receiver two comes back into the picture, and he definitely had some productive. Um, games before yep. he had that abdominal injury. So good news for the Packers over there, starting to get more healthy on the offensive side of things. Um, next, we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. Yeah, another um, division game, another two five-win teams, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe maybe four-five. Right. Um, I think the Seahawks is five. I know Seahawks, Cardinals, and let me see. Yeah, Seahawks, Cardinals, and actually, the Rams. Never mind the other five. Yeah, it was the Rams, right? No, no, okay. But um, yeah, 49ers and Seahawks. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this game. 49ers are banged up on both sides of the ball. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo may actually have a good game this week. Seattle's defense is uh, I think they're giving up the most passing yards in the league. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but they're giving up over 300 yards a game. Um. Yeah, the Seahawks, which, is, which is crazy. Yeah, the Seahawks' pass defense isn't is great. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like this would be a better game for 49ers if Debo wasn't hurt. I feel like they play better. They look they look more like themselves when Debo was actually playing on the offense. A good thing, um, as you were saying earlier, is, is uh, Ayuk has been kind of filling in and stepping yeah, in a role Ayuk for is, the for the 49ers with with Debo out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is like a tough game because the defense for the 49ers has been kind of stepping up playing. Um, the offense has been like, oh, they look good one game and then one game, who knows? I know that first game when Jimmy came back was not good at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. I definitely, uh, I don't know, man, it's going to be a, a good game. Like you said, the Seahawks' pass defense isn't great, um, but they still have a good offense with DK and, of course, Russ and Lockett had a great game. Yeah. yeah. But it's just you no know, no Carson this week, Most maybe, most likely no Carson. Yeah, probably not going to be no Carson this week. You might see a lot of DJ Dallas, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Hyde uh, injury isn't isn't really serious, according to what they're saying. But, but um, I feel like they're going to mix DJ Dallas in there. And, um, yeah, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a little DJ Dallas game. Um, what else? What else are we looking at? 49ers with the emergence of Jermichael Hasty. Uh, still got Tevin Coleman possibly coming back from IR. You still got McKinnon in the mix. But there's just been a lot of um, uh, talks this week about uh, Jermichael Hasty. Yeah, a lot of talks. Um, I picked him up in our league. Um, I'm going to go ahead yeah. and start him, see how that kind of plays out. Um, hopefully, hopefully looking at least get about a 10, 12-piece from him. I don't really see a whole lot just yet, but definitely want to see what he can do. 
Okay. See if I can uh, jump okay. on that wave. Got you, got you. I just got yeah. the alert. Calvin Ridley is questionable with an ankle injury. Um, probably gonna be the end of his night. Yeah, man. probably Especially gonna be the end. Let, of let his him night. rest up and go ahead and call this a game. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, he's down. He's down. Hopefully, you know, we'll get some more updates on that injury. What do you uh, have the um the score being for that one? For forty nine Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I kind of got the Seahawks lopsidedness, man. I think forty ers I I think Jimmy's gonna have a good passing game, but I think they're gonna have a tough time converting them into points. Um, I just. They're missing a lot of key pieces, man. They still have George Kittle. They still have George Kittle. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of have it being like 35 17. 33 17. 33 yeah, 17. I'm going to go 33 17. I definitely can agree. 33 17, 31 14. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere around that range, I definitely see Seattle kind of taking over this game and continue to play the way how they've been playing. They had that one loss against Arizona. Mm-hmm. That was the first time they lost, and it was you know, it wasn't the best way to lose. But So I definitely, um, definitely like for them to go ahead and take away this victory. Okay, okay, I'm not mad at that. And then uh, last on our Games of the Week list, Saints and the Bears. Yeah, the, the, bear, the Bears. The uh, Bears. The Bears. So the Saints and the Bears. Michael Thomas finally looks like he's going to be coming back to play since week one. Uh, so, Supposedly, so Michael Thomas owners maybe, maybe looks he's like practiced, but looks, looks pretty know, good we'll that see. he may be coming back. Um, definitely want to kind of see how this these teams handle. Want to continue to see if this is a, a shaky Bears team mm-hmm. with their record. I believe they're four and two now, five and two. Um, definitely want to continue to see how the Saints kind of play against that defense of the Bears. Um, see if they can get something going. Um, yeah, I like this game here. We. For me, I think I have a, I think I have a, a man. It's tough because that defense of the Bears is pretty good, but I know they kind of got. I won't say they, I won't say they got exposed, but um, they definitely can get scored on, especially with a high-powered team like the Saints. I like 21-17. 21-17. That was gonna go like a yeah, 28, 20, 21, 17, 28, 24, maybe 28-21 Saints. Okay, it's gonna be my my outcome for that. Okay. I don't. Okay. I'm not. I don't trust the Bears' offense. The offense is, is very shaky. And if uh, and if they don't have Allen Robinson, like yeah, I definitely Robinson don't. Is still in concussion like, I don't see so. Mooney, Mooney or you know, Anthony Miller kind of taking over the game. They're just speedsters to kind of break down the the field. But I don't see a whole lot from there. I seen somebody say something about David Montgomery moves like a busted refrigerator. I don't even know how those <laughs> things compare. But if somebody say you out there moving like a busted oh, refrigerator. Man. That's not good. Not at all. So, um, either unbust your refrigerator, like <laughs> get you a new motor or something, or figure it out, man, because that's yeah, not man. a good comparison yeah, as a running back. Especially, um, such as a starter running back, man, you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. do something better than and, that. And I and I I've watched you know my share of Bears games and David Montgomery just I don't know, man. He doesn't he doesn't really look the part. No, he doesn't really look the part. So. Um, you know, I know a lot of Bears fans are not happy about that, but you know, the good thing is you guys are on the winning side of things. Yep. And uh, a lot of thanks to that defense as Nick Foles still tries to get his footing under him as the quarterback. Defense um, has been holding it. Defense down. has been holding it down. Has been holding it down. Um, Khalil Mack, I also did see didn't practice two yeah, practices know, in a row. Kind of dealing with an injury throughout um, the. Um, I think a back injury or. Could um, be back, but uh, back-to-back do not practices on Wednesday and today, so that's something to pay attention to, because um, he's a big piece of that. That, yeah. uh, that I know uh, last that week um, I saw him kind of he'll play and kind of get out the field a little bit. He was dealing with the injury last week too, so most likely gonna play, but just pay attention to the no may not be as effective as the usual Khalil Mack is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keem Hicks did a lot of the work last week for the Bears defense, and of course Eddie Jackson is just continue to to ball out. Got you, got you, got you. So um, those are our games of the week, and we have reached the conclusion of our eighth episode, week eight. We're here episode at week eight. eight. Halfway um, through, man, just going through it. Halfway through, halfway through. This one is, uh, is especially tough for me because I had to watch my wide receiver one go down. And yeah, man, really, you've man. been going through it over here, guys. This, one, this one hurts, man. This one hurts. It hurts. Looking at I, feel it. Like, uh, <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. But um, but you know, nothing, nothing uh impacts me as much as uh our listeners and hearing that uh that positivity and feedback about the podcast oh, from yes. the listeners. So once again, it's all about you guys. Um, thank y'all. 
for always kicking it with us, tuning in with us, um, reaching out to us. Much appreciated. Um, definitely much appreciated. Uh, and continue. Thank you, thank you, thank you as we move forward into week nine and beyond. Um, week yeah, nine, man. Week nine's episode is going to be called AD's Demise. I don't think we're going to call it that because I'm coming out Just with so some you guys victories know. this week. I don't care what my AD's team looking like. Demise. We got pieces over here. You got a good GM. You know what that amounts to? You know what good GM it amounts to? Win, son. Not when you How many you got? GM. We ain't talking about that. Not right. much. We talk, we talk. Exactly my point. <laughs> exactly my point. Week eight. Fantasy Culture Podcast. <laughs> we up out of here. Catch y'all next week. Get some wins. We out. We out.